Hello and welcome to another episode of I forget the words. Everyone is a fanatic. Skeletons in the attic. My name is Brent. This is Patrick. Our show is overly dramatic. Our show is overly dramatic. Yeah. Hey, what a start. Um, (laughs) so this is our fourth episode things are clicking along man we're doing good yeah cool doing good lots of uh less views on youtube but more on the other podcast streams so um well yeah you can you can listen to them in the car you can listen to them on your buds as you're walking around doing stuff you know yeah we're picking up steam and it's going well lots of good feedback nice good to hear it I hope people like it. You know, I mean, it's uh, it gets pretty hard hitting, but I think it's you know pretty common views from both sides, all sides, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's or fun. funny, or funny. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So for our new viewers, uh, I'm Patrick. Um, I've taught high school drama for many years. I'm an improv performer and a stand-up comedian. I like how I still have to keep reading the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brent. I don't know anything about myself. Uh, I'm a musician, actor. I'm also a stand-up comic. I've traveled around Canada for years doing all those things, and I've also taught high school drama. Yeah. So how was your week, man? What was going on? Um, well, I had to get a haircut because uh-huh. I got so sick. Every like Watching the last three videos we did, every yeah. time I do something poignant or passionate, it's like, it's like this. Like, I got hair yeah. hanging down here. It's like, I can't be taken seriously by, you know, by anybody no. in the entertainment business if I don't have, you know, nicely shorn hair. So I had to do it. But unfortunately, and now this is a result that's happening all across our, our society, my regular hair place is gone. Oh, they, no. Yeah, they couldn't. They, um, it's, it's in a plaza that's close to my home. Yeah. And I was going there for several years, and the pandemic just hit them too hard. They couldn't stay uh. Not like, you know, uh, clothes will be back after, but for lease. Like We're done. Cool, you know, so, yeah. Do you still real, have, uh, what's that? you don't have the contact for your, um, your stylist? Um, no, I, I could probably find it. It's just, I didn't end up cause it, like, I didn't, I didn't know it was close yeah. to like out there. So I went to a different place, which is always weird because for somebody as vain as me, as as monumentally arrogant and insecure and conceited <laughs> as me, my hair is very important. So to just trust it to anybody is, is not easy for me. Yeah. And then I, then I, I walk in and these people are in masks. Yeah. So I can't even identify you if you mess it up. No. So I did no. that, but I had to I had to wear my mask, and it's just it's just bizarre sitting there looking at yourself wearing like a mask and you're and you're having your hair cut by people, and they're like, oh, could you hold it so I could get back here? Yeah. Well, what about you? Are you, are, your hair always looks good. I cut my hair, yeah. I went, I, same deal. I, my brother's my barber, so he's a, he's oh. a stylist. I was going to oh. say, that ain't no home fade. This is not, not a home fade. fade. No. This is, yeah, this is a proper. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, uh, he, he works in Mississauga. Um, he's a weird guy. Like, he has, he has, he's a pilot, 
and a, and a stylist. So he was doing that before, but he also flies. But he got uh, furloughed with the WestJet. So now he's back to doing more full-time, like, barbering. So I go see him. Yeah. What an odd combination of, of careers. Anybody needs a, needs a haircut on, a, on an airplane, you know who to call. <laughs> By day, I'm a pilot. By night, I yeah. Yeah, he's like the fan of uh, of shaggy sideburns or something. Yeah. So, anyways, I I, I go see him. He he had the same thing. So, uh, we, yeah, I had the thing on on, and then um, well, I was, he's like, well, I can't do the beard. I'm like, well, you have to do my beard. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so we just didn't talk. I was like, right. well, if you don't talk and I don't talk, then we're not spreading any germs. So right. Well, isn't there some Trumpian theory that if you're related to people, the germs just bounce away? It <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's only strangers. Yeah. Who knows? The yeah. rules change every day. I just honestly, I wish that like we are decreasing and we're in much infinitely better shape than the U.S. Yeah. But I, I wish it was decreasing a little quicker. You know? Well, let's not compare ourselves to the U.S., right? Like, well, no, absolutely. Just remember there medical system is set up for profit yes and trump is a man of money so yeah he's not going to make any political changes to lose money right he's he's a financially motivated type guy so yeah wasn't it a few months ago wasn't it the case where it cost like two grand to get a corona test so only hollywood people were doing it because right. they were the only ones who could afford to do it yeah. And uh, yeah, but no, I, I wish the Canadian numbers were decreasing a little quicker, but we are going down. So yeah, good. I went on a road trip. Cool. Yeah. North Beach. Where? You heard of North Beach? North Beach? I don't know. Yeah. That's past Coburg. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Right. So we went past Coburg, um, went there. It was a really nice location. There, there's, um, there's like a provincial park. Okay. And then the beach had two sides. So one side was kind of like a lake. The other side was more rough water. So we stayed by the by the calmer side. Okay. And, you know, you go that far east, there's not a lot of guys that look like me, right? <laughs> and my wife found out something that she'd never known before. Okay. There's another black guy, and we kind of gave each other the, you like a head nod. Yeah. Gave a head nod. She's cool. like, she's like, what's that? I was like, that's the black guy head nod. <laughs> <laughs> Just say what's up, man. Like, you know, <laughs> right? You know, if you're in a strange neighborhood, what's going on? <laughs> give each other a shout out. My wife never knew that black guys do that. So, really? Yeah, we've been together like twenty years. Hmm. So then, do I guess black women don't do that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a black woman. Well, but if, yeah. if we're in, a, if you're just in an area and you see another dude who right. kind of looks like you, then I guess that's what happens. You know, it's the same thing. Like if you're if you're riding, you're you're. Do you ever like mountain bike or road bike? Mm -hmm. You road yeah. bike. If you're well, road biking, mountain bike. Yeah. If you mountain bike and you see someone, and everybody else is walking, you kind of just give like the what's up. Okay, sure. Yeah, black guys do that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it's like I see. I don't know what to say to that because if I say, "Oh, cool," then I'm culturally appropriate. Yeah, well, you're, you're going to get canceled oh, anyhow you look at it. So whatever. Yeah, I, I think you're making. I think you're making takeover plans. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know the black guy? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Hey, yeah. 
Well, good. Road trips are always odd because you're in the car. We got the kids, and they're, they're, they always want to play the same CD, right? <laughs> right. Same CD of kids' songs over and over. What Those is are it? Annoying. What is it these days? Like some Dora stuff, or there's we have a CD. I swear it was like a kids' choir, but they never practiced. Okay. And they just went on, and the director did like the first take of the song, and it's 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 horrible. Uh-huh. But my kids love it. Can, can you give us a bit of it? Oh, gosh, no. I don't want to turn our viewers away. <laughs> <It's so bad. laughs> do, um, do you have a lamp? You might want to front light yourself a little bit. Oh, I, yeah. No. Silhouette. All right. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm staying back so the audio tries to uh, kind of stays neutral. Right. Yeah. I don't have a lamp, though. Okay. It's okay. I can see it just fine. I just uh, yeah. it was, It's a little darker than usual. A little darker. Yeah, I, I usually kind of sit a little closer, but right. Um, well, I'm doing it this for audio purposes. Are we supposed to be doing like technical work here while we're? Nah, uh, you know, whatever. Pretty amateur, Patrick. I don't know. I read a book. You ever you ever read uh, Jackie Chan's memoir? No, actually, I don't know much about Jackie Chan. Oh, so he's uh, born and raised in Hong Kong. Okay. And then when he was about the age of seven, his, uh, his dad took him to um, Hong Kong, like school of the arts, like a school of the arts and asked him if he wanted to go to school here. And Jackie Chan said, yes. And then the dad signed a contract to keep him in a boarding school for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Where every day he practiced Kung Fu for like 13 hours, 14 hours. Cool. Hmm. But he would get beat from the from the mess. <laughs> ah, he just get beat for not doing things right. Right. It was very interesting because, like, you know, kids here we have like timeouts and you know, go to your room. Jackie Chan said his dad put him in the garage for like a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be worse punishments. Locked him in. Jeez. Well, yeah, yeah right. I mean, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. I mean, it was a different era, a different yeah. time. And people yeah. thought you had to be rougher on kids. But you know, you know, things are are very strict in China when he's famous and he has a son, JC. His right. son went to jail for possession of marijuana. Possession, not possession, distribution, or okay. possession. Wow. And this was a major movie star's son. This is a major movie star's son. And he, and he spent like a year in jail. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So think of, how, think of how many kids in high school would be in jail right now. If they lived. Oh, it's, like, it's like a Republican's wet dream. Oh. <laughs> I am so very happy. I, is, that a, is that a hemp noose you're making? It's a lot of money for their prison system. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's interesting because you, you always assume, well, first of all, anything petty like that is freaking ridiculous to have jail. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, you'd think that, that the class issue would do somebody a favor if they're rich. Right. You know, the, whole, the whole system is set up to benefit the rich. So you think that because Jackie Chan's rich, he could have got a son. Michael Douglas couldn't either, actually. If you recall that a few years ago, his son got, but I think it, I don't know, but I think his son was selling. 
But okay, uh, yeah, selling, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe some of these hard-ass judges try to make an example of movie stars' kids or something. Sometimes. Weird. So was it a good read? Like, did it was it a happy ending? It was. It was it a happy ending. <laughs> I only like books with happy endings and uh, pictures. Well, he's still alive, so that I guess that's good. But he like he was just giving shedding light on the fact that like he took a lot of risks. He took a right. lot of risks early on. And what Hollywood did was they took they took their style and they perfected it, right? So right. Right. when when they first came to Hollywood and they were doing all these risky stunts without like crash mats or without testing before, mm-hmm. he put his life on the line like at least yeah. a couple hundred times, right? Um, yeah. or more yeah so he's done he's done hundreds of movies but we only know him for like i only know him personally for like the rush hour series right but like the rush go back. Hour stuff and a handful of stuff i liked him in the uh the karate kid remake with Will yeah Smith. yeah that's pretty cool yeah he took on that gang using just defense he didn't right. hit them. he just made them hit themselves and it's yes. a comedy-esque kind of thing but i thought it was pretty awesome it still takes so much uh, so much training I, to do that i think what's cool about him is that he knew okay he, he was in that era where bruce lee was still the man right yeah. and then bruce lee passed away in his early 30s yeah. and jackie chan was like well everybody wants me to be bruce lee but i am not bruce lee so he had a few movies that failed trying right. to be bruce lee yeah and then he slowly figured out his style you know he's the everyday man who gets beat up, who makes yeah. funny faces, who uh, improvises a lot. On, a, lot on, more, on a lot more comedy. A lot more comedy, yeah. yeah. So he's got to get beat up instead of doing the beatings, right? And he's got to look ugly instead of trying to you know, always be perfect. So this is, it's good to know what audience appeal to. It's good right. to know what, what you're uh, sort of marketing. Oh, so yeah. he knew that, and he um, he stayed. He stuck with that vision. So that's that was kind of the takeaway. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. yeah, I like him. It's funny, you know. The uh, as a teacher, you probably you can't read books you want to a lot of the time because you don't have time. No, you, know, you can only the only reading material you can really get through is stuff for curriculum and stuff for teaching and things like that. I always found it an absolute luxury when you can just read a book that you want to read. Yeah. The last one I read, I don't want to give away the spoiler, but Grover was the monster at the end. <laughs> it was, it was you yourself. That's the moral of the story. You're, you know, nothing to fear but your own. I'm, I'm just grasping at straws here. All right, all right, all right. Well, we've been we've been chatting away for a little bit here. Let's get to our first Canadian topic, and that that's me. Okay. Um, my question is, what's with all the nooses? Okay, um, <laughs> NASCAR. They found a noose in, in um, the one African-American driver's uh, garage, Bubba Wallace. There was a noose hanging in there. Uh, he also has an African-American uh, mechanic who works with them. And they reported it. Um, FBI did an investigation. They said it was no foul play. Apparently, the rope was there. It's supposed to help like lift the garage, something like that. But Bubba Wallace isn't so convinced. Um, neither am I. And then... Not one, not two, but three nooses were found at Toronto construction sites in the last week and a half. Really? Police are investigating it as a hate crime. My question is, is the media with all the coverage of this story before the investigation takes place being... 
overly dramatic. Wow, that's uh, so. Yeah, the if if these are like uh, somebody's idea of a joke, like hey, let's 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 put nooses places. Then yeah, I mean, not everybody can have a natural sense of humor. So, or else you and I wouldn't be special as comedians. No. So I'm, I'm I've heard of like you know people copycatting really dumb stuff, but. Well, I don't know. Like, this is this is one of those issues where, honestly, I'm not arguing with you, but I thought it was debunked. I thought it was established that there was a rope on every garage door. I could be wrong. If um, you know, it's kind of that's that's kind of embarrassing if you get proven wrong. So I, I don't understand why you doubled down on it. But like, what constitutes a noose? Like, was it, was it <laughs> like like the Clint Eastwood kind of your days are done, pal? Was it actually <laughs> a noose? Or, was it a rope? Now, now we have to make this into like a knot tying course, right? So exactly. So it's got, it's got to have the hook at the bottom, and it's got <laughs> go around. Got the wraps. Somebody clearly knew how to turn that rope into a noose. And it's got to have a guy named Zeke. So You're right. Bring him up, boys. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But yeah. I would I would suggest that the ones in Toronto, yeah, um, are probably copycat jokes that aren't too friggin' funny. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's always that guy at your work who does like really inappropriate jokes, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, the cake in the pocket, you ever had that guy? No. Or I'm like a, the poo in the shoe. I've seen that. Right. You know. No, there way sociopaths walk among us. Yeah. You know, people who think I mean, I know who people whose idea of like a joke is like I I like dirty jokes. I don't mind, you know, controversial jokes, but yeah. some people are, are just cruel you know, in their, in their sense of humor. So yeah, like there's sociopaths and psychopaths that work in every occupation, probably more so in construction from what I've seen. Right. <laughs> so, uh, well, I don't know. That's uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty messed up. The, I don't know how they're going to investigate it as a hate crime. Like I, I, if it is a hate crime, I'd like to be investigated and found proven, but how do they, how do you do that? Like, I, that's my question. Well, uh, malice and intent, I guess they look at, you know, it's a, it's a direct hate towards a certain group of people, right? So we know we know the historical implications of a noose, and therefore putting that in the workspace of someone who is Afro-Canadian right. or black um, constitutes to that. So it is it is correct in the assessment of it. I I, I would say it is a hate crime. Um, but how are they going to find it? <laughs> somebody's yeah, somebody's playing a prank. That's what I we mean. Got, yeah. We got to check some receipts. Who's buying rope? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got to ask some tricky questions. Have you ever worked on a boat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever worked at a rock climbing facility? You know, were you ever a Boy Scout? Like, who has this knowledge of how to do these ropes? <laughs> I don't know how to do a noose or a proper noose. Yeah. I don't, I, I wear Velcro shoes for crying out loud. Right. I, don't, yeah, I, I don't know how to tie anything. No. So. Well, a lot of, a lot of like, for me, like I was getting paranoid from all this new stuff. I'm, I'm checking through my, you know, garage and my, my cupboard. Looking, I'm looking into my closet. I'm like, what is this? Is this a new, no, it's just a tie. You know, it's just weird. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I have some licorice. I don't know. I'm gonna have to make sure it stays straight. I can't. Yeah, keep your keep anything that looks like a like a rope. Just keep it straight. Let's not let's not play silly pranks. That's the, yeah. I guess the gist of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love pranks, but I don't want pranks to invoke genocide. Exactly. That's, I think that's one of the one of the exactly. Hey, that was a good short topic, man. It was good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's not much back and forth. I mean, it's it's one of those things where if it, if it's if it's innocent, it's really dumb. Yes. If it's on purpose, it's really evil. So you know, we'd like to end it no matter which which side it falls on. Correct. So, anyway. Correct. So are we on to my? Uh, has it has it been announced yet? I'm not even 100% sure. It's not announced yet. Okay, so it's still like a strong maybe, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 the news is that the NHL playoffs are, are going to be hosted in two hub cities. They've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. So it looks as though the two hub cities are going to be Edmonton and Toronto, um, which is cool. But I have, a, I have a couple of very deep concerns. Uh, one is that if the Stanley Cup is won in Toronto by a team other than the Maple Leafs, then that's a grave sacrilege. <laughs> Dude, I remember, when, when, when did they move from Maple Leaf Gardens to the uh, Air Canada Centre? Late 90s? Late 90s, yeah. 98, 99, something yeah. like that. It was the right. Pat Quinn era. Um, yeah. When... I, I was on Young Street at the time, and they did like sort of a like a mini Leafs parade down Young from the gardens to the Air Canada Centre, and they were in convertibles, and like you know Gilmore was there and Sundin and stuff. But there was this open, there was a convertible that actually had the Stanley Cup in it, um, and it was driving down the street. Everybody was cheering stuff, but when the Stanley Cup car went by, uh, everybody kind of went silent. And I, at first I thought, oh, this is, well, the reverence for the cup. And, I, right. and then I saw people's faces and they're like, they're like, you know, De Niro in the, in the roulette scene. Like, oh, I'm going to kill your mother. So don't have the cup out. It's a jinx. So they just, they jinxed the, the Leafs chances at a cup for like three more generations. <laughs> carrying it in a parade that they, this is serious uh, stuff, man. This yeah. is, <laughs> so they jinxed it and uh, like, I, I just think it would be a complete travesty of uh, tradition if the cup was won in this city and it wasn't by the Leafs. Okay. So, and I'm thinking, should the playoffs even happen? Like, it's obviously a cash grab. Um, it's any truncated or asterisk season. Always, you know, it's the last time I remember a, a season was cut short because of a strike. It ended up being the New Jersey Devils won the cup in 95, and they ushered in the worst style of hockey that, that has ever been played, you know, that trap kind of style. Yeah. So I don't know if it's necessary. Uh, is it a needed bit of escapism for people who've been locked down for all these months, but the world has changed this year. Does anybody actually care about watching hockey in the summer and, or am I just being overly dramatic? You're a hundred percent overly dramatic. <laughs> the people, <laughs> the people are craving hockey, man. It doesn't matter what time of year. Yeah. We need to know who is the ch the champions of this year, and under whatever circumstances, it's they need to know, and they want they want hockey. They want hockey. So what if another team wins in Toronto, are you going to feel It doesn't like matter because you know what? If another team wins, there's going to be Canadian players on there, right? So we're going to celebrate those Canadian players. That's You'll be, they'll be, it'll be like, somebody will be like, dude, remember when PK Subban won the 2020 cup? Yeah, man, I was there in Toronto. I celebrated with him. Like it will be, they will be, 
that that Canadian player or those players will be as famous as the six and seven team. So we 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 don't care who wins. We just want to celebrate, and and we'll embrace every Canadian on that team. So that's why I, th- I think we're ready to go nuts. We're sick of watching reruns of all these <laughs> different sports. Uh, right. We know everything about the World Series, the World Cup. Um, about the Raptors championships. We remember all the timeouts and everything else. We're watching too much crappy TV and, re- and repeats of old sports games, right? Right. I think hockey's as Canadian as, as, as Nickelback, right? <laughs> <We're> just, <laughs> hockey is, this is what we Finally, are. Finally, you said something controversial, Patrick. Right. No, but we breathe it, right? So we need it. Yeah. No, I hear you. you. You have the most magnanimous, optimistic views. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a celebration and the Canadian players Here. Toronto's gonna be like oh, this is wrong. No. <laughs> no. Whoever whoever wins will 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 remember the names of the players who won. Oh absolutely. No, it's true. Like whenever any like I mean, it's been American teams that have won the cup for the last twenty yeah. years. Right. Yeah. So whenever uh, uh, there's always there's invariably a GTA player on the team that wins any given year. And when they bring the cup back, they go to their elementary school, they go to their local hangouts and stuff. And yeah, people do, people do celebrate it. It's fun. It's just, I, uh, you know, it, I, I suppose I'm just saying it would be nice if the Maple Leafs won the cup sometime in our lifetime. Yeah. That's suppose. Cool. Right. But you know, you know, what, what's the most, I'll prove my point. What, what was the most watched event in the last four months? I don't sporting know. event. What's the most watched sporting event in the last four months? You know, uh, the Raptors win. I'm not, I... The NFL draft. <laughs> okay. The uh, NFL uh, draft. Right. Okay. A bunch of people are basically tuning in to watch a, a Zoom call. People yeah, yeah. Get, get right. drafted to the NFL. Not a single ball was thrown. Wow. Yet it was more entertaining than an NFL game. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. this is this is how this is how ready we are. Yeah, no, that's that's true. I, when uh, when the tensions were running very very high a few weeks ago, I put a post basically saying that you know with every urban center being a tinderbox just needing a small spark, um, I'm glad the Leafs are not around to blow a playoff series. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no distractions out here right now for anything. So. Well, the Koreans did at first. They started broadcasting baseball games with nobody in the fans in, in the stands. Yeah, it was a massive ratings at home because people were just dying to watch some some sports live. So yeah, no, it'll be nice to it'll be nice to see it again. I don't know the seeding yet. Um, I'm not even sure what Canadian teams are in the finals, but uh, yeah. no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a pleasant relief. Sure, sure, that's no, good. Um, they had they had some international games in uh, like soccer. Liverpool Liverpool just won the championship over there with no fans. Oh, so, so some other countries have have continued with certain sports to finish off the season. Cool. So, and if NHL just yeah, it needs to it needs to finish. Everybody wants to know who the champion was. I don't think there's going to be any baseball though. Right. Well, that would be. Yeah, that's that's like herding cats. That's like that's too way too big to rein in. You can't funnel that down. Yeah, such a big, such a big team. Yeah. yeah. And even if, even if it's like they, they resume it in October, uh, yeah. just not enough time. Yeah. No. So, yeah. 
Well, and 162 games, what, what would be like the limit of how, how would you get even close to yeah. having a season? It doesn't, yeah, I don't think there would right. be baseball. Yeah, there, there's no way to funnel it down to, uh, to seeds in a, in a playoff uh, round robin. Or even, no. Or even in the, first, in the first round. You couldn't do it. There's too many teams. So yeah. you would go by last year's stats. Like, it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. Sports for us there. Little, yeah. Little sports talk. Yeah. Way to throw it in there. Yeah. All right. Um, my third Canadian topic, this is another sad one. So there was another person of color was beaten by the cops. This one happened four years ago. Uh, there was a, a, a teen, uh, it happened in the East End, so this is in Whitby, Ontario. Uh, DeFonte Miller, he's a black teen, he was beaten by an off-duty cop and his brother. Allegedly, three teens were going around the neighborhood looking for car doors that were left open. And when they would find one, it would then go into the car, take some money, or whatever valuables were in the car. So it's called car hopping. Uh, so DeFonte was beaten so badly by these two cop, well, the cop and his brother, Michael and Christian Theriolt, uh, he lost his eye. He got beaten with a pipe. Um, so my question is, were the brothers responsible for the alleged beating being overly dramatic? Man, that's, uh, yeah. okay, well, my, my initial, my initial, comic reaction yeah is, okay so we have to go back four years for a beating we're doing well but that's not uh that's that's uh that's pretty so one guy was a cop off duty and it was his brother yeah so the 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 i try to gather up as much information from as many articles as possible so this is they they looked outside they saw the kid maybe pull the car door and then they came outside, what are you doing? And then they chased him. Hmm. And they beat him. That, so that was from the articles, but that's not necessarily what was said in court. They, oh, said, no, they, sure. they said they felt threatened. And then they defended themselves. Yeah, whenever I'm walking around with a lead pipe, I feel really threatened. Yeah, I feel really... <laughs> yeah. You ever notice the people that always say they're not looking for trouble, trouble always finds them. Right? Yeah. Uh, no. Well. Okay. First of all, aren't they contradicting what the police are always saying? Don't get involved. Call the police instead. Right. If he's off duty, he's, and his brother, as far as I read, his brother's not a cop. No. This is vigilante nonsense. Vigil. Exactly. You know, like how would you? Okay. So I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to uh, you know some some Jane and Finch or something. I start breaking into cars, and then I'm you know I'm, I'm gonna fully understand when somebody comes out and kicks the, it doesn't make any sense. Like why would they, first of all, even if he was as a cop at that moment, it was excessive use of force. Yep. But the more important point is he wasn't a cop at that moment. He was a civilian and civilians are supposed to call the police. All right. So he's he basically, oh, he feels threatened. You no, know, you're on your turf with your brother and a lead pipe. <laughs> you, take you know, they chased him. I was trying to work some Jane and Finch like analogy in there, yeah. and I thought you better give this up because I mean, it wouldn't no, First of all, if if you go if you go searching through some cars, if you go car hopping in Jane and Finch, you're not going to find much. 
<laughs> right. So, that, but you know, I've had I've had that happen to me. You've you've been and you got I, I, I went back and I saw the video. I left my car door open, and there was a skinny white guy digging in, and he found some some coins or whatever. So he stole a couple of loonies and some quarters. He didn't he didn't trash the car. He didn't like put any knives or like he didn't dig into the to the seating or anything like that. Right. Mm. Just took a little bit of cash, and you know, even if I were to see him do it. In person, I would have just, hey man, what are you doing? Yeah, all right. And he runs away. Like I'm not gonna chase him down for a dollar fifty. You know what I mean? It's just not worth it. Yeah. At no point do I feel empowered enough to beat up someone for some coins. Yeah. I would. The only time I would be pushed to violence is if myself or someone I care about was being physically attacked. Yeah. But and now I'm not saying, and, and you're not saying this either. You're not saying, oh, car hopping, no big deal. They just took some money. It's, it's still a crime, right? It's still, yeah. you, you can't do that. But the, uh, the punishment outweighed the crime. This was vigilantism. This was excessive force. Um, the, if, so what, I, I'm just curious. Now, I don't, you don't have to run the whole thing down, but yeah. did, did, did the cop, did the actual on-duty cops get called or did this kid just have to crawl home? Like what? What the hell happened that night? Well, I don't. Re I don't recall exactly what happened after, but yeah, uh, there's, there's. He, he obviously made it to a hospital. They took pictures of his eye, which right. was so damaged that they had to replace it with a couple surgeries later on. So he has like a glass eye now, hmm. um, after getting beaten so badly. Um, but like, I think every every trial when they go in almost like there should be a mediator for what's really being said and what really happened because they always try to paint the cop as a saint. And then, you know, the, the, the person, the witness as a, as a, as a devil, right. Yeah. There, there needs to be that middle ground because no, no lawyer argues the middle ground, which maybe there should, there could be like a mediator and the cop is like, I feared for my life. And the witness is like, he punched me until I couldn't see. Well, the mediator would be like, the witness feared for his life and was punched until he couldn't see. And so the judge could hear actually what, what's the truth. Well, I think the judge is supposed to be the mediator, but I, I don't know if they do that anymore. Like judges used to be a lot more involved yeah. in the actual events of the case. Unless, unless that's just a cinematic version. But these days, it just seems like judges just listen. But no, the judge is supposed to call bullshit when he hears it. Right. You know, or she hears it. So th that's, to me, that's another symptom of these, uh, this circling the wagons of police. You know, protect your own no matter what. Like, police don't call each other out for doing egregious things. Police their first instinct is to protect the blue line. So you just think, okay, so do police just get to run rampant over us because they're going to protect themselves. Their union's got a bajillion dollars, so they're going to hire the best team of lawyers. And some, some little black kid with one eye is going to get, like, nothing. So, yeah, and pretty even much. In this one, so the dude was found guilty. There's no sentencing yet. Um, and, but his brother was let off. <laughs> the brother's let off, yeah. No. So that's that's like I don't want to bring it up again because I mean it's it, the whole thing about the cops standing there watching while the guy's getting his neck kneeled on. Yeah. 
you know, those cops standing there watching are guilty as well. So this brother getting off makes no sense. What was he doing? Like, oh, come on, big brother. Oh, yeah. so hard. Smack him. Yeah, right? Yeah. What would make you so angry with someone for just touching your car door? Right. Well, he did, even, he did not even enter the car. He pulled yeah. on the door handle, it seemed. Yeah. Look at, though, look at, the, look at the people that we have in our society whose anger threshold is at their ankles, you know? Like, more and more, I mean, I, it seems to me that we used to be able to have the decorum to contain ourselves. But more and more, everyone is just this live wire of complete emotion. And just the way things turn violent so quickly. Look at, look at road rage. Like, yeah, you cut me off. Do I have the right to hit you with a golf club? You know, so I think people these days, whether it's ADHD or whether it's any sort of other like stress involved thing, people are just getting so angry so quickly. Yeah. So I think the guy should have had the book thrown at him. But, you know, cops protect their own. So I have no idea what the sentencing is going to be. Yep, it's like another movie I was just watching, uh, Detroit. Just watch okay. this movie, Detroit. It was about, uh, so there was uh, a group of cops that went into a hotel because they thought they were getting shot at, but it was actually a toy gun. And oh. there were some, some black or African-Americans inside of this hotel in Detroit and they wanted to know where's the gun and who had it and they would take each of them into a room and pretend to shoot them and then they try to find out where the gun was nobody was talking and then one of the cops was new to the game so he actually shot the person and then they end up killing two more people and letting all the rest go and then at the end they all got off because they had the best lawyer because the race relations at the time. Is this a documentary? No, it's a movie. They took they took um, based on took some life. historical fact, okay. and then they added in some some plot. Um, well, that's pretty. That's pretty yeah. messed up. Yeah. It's uh, that's but a most of these. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Go no, you go ahead first. You were first. I was just gonna say like this. I I really get one of the stats that sort of right wing throw throw out all the time is like well you know uh whites get killed by white cops too like we know we know <laughs> like everybody gets killed by cops we understand that but you, you ever heard of it's latin so it might be too tough for people but it's called per capita right so yeah. there is a systemic per capita issue now i'm you know me i'm not woke i, I don't i don't buy into all the all the university theories about privilege and all that. But I understand statistics, so you can't use the stats you like and then discard the stats you don't. don't. So people of color, their communities are subject to more brutality by the police. And yeah. you can't deny it. So how do we fix it? I'd like to find a way. As you know from, from my views, I feel that this is also symptomatic of a much, a much more overhanging sort of economic disparity. There's, I honestly think that if, if, the, if our capitalist democracy acted more fairly, then there would be a lot less racial issues because everybody would be having a fair shot at a good life. But if you're going to subjugate generation after generation of a group to a very low ceiling, um, then how are they going to, 
like the, the whole thing about affirmative action. Oh, it's a, it's a meritocracy. It should be okay. But if, if people grew up in, in conditions where they weren't allowed to become the best, how are you, how are you going to do that? I like suddenly, Oh, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. So these ideas, both sides are right and both sides are wrong. I honestly think that if we had economic opportunity for people in marginalized communities, there wouldn't be as much crime. Crime is poverty. Uh, in yep. Crime is not, it's not, well, well, the darker your skin is, the more uh, susceptible you are, the more genetically engineered toward crime you are. That's a load of nonsense. So, and then yeah. where, where does all the crack come from? Exactly. Where do all the guns Somebody, come from? Somebody's implanting that into these neighborhoods, right? The, yeah. the person who's selling is not the person who's making it. So, yeah. no, the, you're right. I mean, sorry, we could go on forever and ever. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of issues and, yeah. you know, you, you've, shed, you've shed some light into the gravity of the issue. And so that's, uh, that's a good thing. Are we still being funny? I hope so. <laughs> look, at these, look at these hilarious guys crying on, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> on to the fourth topic. This one, this one I, I, I totally love. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, an, it's, it's one of those, uh, all right, I'm going to start from the start. I love it. Oh, my God. This is, this is. Buckle up, folks. Cancel culture in Canada. See, I'm, I'm a poet, so I used alliteration there. Uh, so Wendy Mesley and Stockwell Day uh, both have been re removed from uh, news broadcast positions due to the the hypersensitivity going on in this moral panic. Uh, Wendy Mesley, who I really like, has been suspended from her own show by quoting something someone said, which is what news organizations are supposed to do. Didn't say it on the air, said it in a, sort of a briefing meeting, meeting yeah. read a quote, lost her job. Now, Stockwell Day, who I don't like, I've, I, 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 he's been around for 20 years or so. I can't stand him. He's, he's intellectually lazy. He's a blowhard. He is, uh, he's, he's, he's a reactionary. And I don't like his, I don't agree with his policies. I don't agree with his ideology. And I just, I don't like the guy. But he was, he was stripped of positions on news programs, commentation, stuff like commentating. Um, because he said he didn't feel Canada was a racist country. That's it. Is this a fireable offense? Just stating an opinion. So the wrong opinion, not the wrong action, not the, you know, the wrong opinion gets us fired now. So if you don't toe the line, then you're canceled forever. That's not how news or debate or even democracy works. <laughs> Having a different opinion is not a crime. It's not violence. It's not hate speech having a different opinion. 90% of Canadians will say, I don't feel like I'm racist. Whether or not definitions have changed and we can debate that, that's one thing. But to cancel them, to, because they said, I don't think I'm racist, you're canceled. This has gone insane. So are the ultra-sensitive, sheet-sniffing, holier-than-thou, do-gooders, searching for any little thing to blow up about being... Overly dramatic. Your Honor, he's leading the witness. Uh, <laughs> no bias in that question whatsoever, huh? Look at this guy. 
Oh, oh, I, okay, I'll start with Wendy first. Okay. So Wendy Mesley, uh, I think, first of all, I need to evaluate, was there malice in what, in what she said, you know? In what context was it used? You don't just fire someone or have someone lose their show for quoting a line. I walk down the halls in my school all the time. I hear white kids singing N-words from rap songs that they heard, right? It's a never-ending argument. Are you allowed to say it or are you not? Like, who, people are going to argue both ways. It's, it's the same thing, too, with, with, like, white writers and directors, like Quentin Tarantino. How come he's allowed to write the N-word in his scripts? Right? He's as black as they come. He lived amongst the blacks. So I think if that, if that is true to your experience, you should speak like that. If you were on a phone call with Quentin Tarantino, you would not be able to tell what his race was, right? <laughs> and then you look at like another, another director, Michael Moore, for example. I'm, I, I recently read his book. He, he used the N-word repeatedly in his book. So, you know, when you quote something or you're directly repeating something that was, that was said, um, I don't think you, like I, I recently just quoted a, a book to my wife and it dropped a few F-bombs in between, but my kids were right there. So I apologize. Right. But like, I didn't even notice because I was just quoting something that I read. So I don't think if for, for Wendy to get fired for something that she was just quoting, it seems a little bit excessive. And think of how many words she's said. If you're doing 30,000 plus words a day and you're gonna fire her for two bad words right. that wasn't on air, yeah. that was a quote, that wasn't said directly at somebody, I don't know. I think that that's just excessive to me. Yeah, absolutely. And it's Wendy Mesley. You know, she she's as liberal CBC, mm -hmm. you know, progressive as you can as you can get. But she was doing news and she read a quote. So it, I first yeah, of I all, think, I'm sorry. Go ahead. First of all, yeah, yeah. The um, of all the words that people fight about, there is that one. They just err on the side of caution. Don't say it, you know, just don't, don't say the N word. Just don't say it. It's really not that hard. Like, you know, your Tarantino uh, sort of example was excellent. Um, and I think sometimes movies and songs, I mean, that's a whole other issue, mm -hmm. but those are pieces of art. Those are interpretations of life and culture. So that is somewhat different. And then you get into this whole thing about, well, why can rappers say it, but Tarantino can't? It's like, that's a, that's a tricky, that's a tricky issue. If we, if we get into this sort of language apartheid where certain people can say things and certain people can't, then it just becomes a nightmare. Yeah. But with, with the N word, most people, you don't need to use it. It's not really applicable to anything. We know it's hurtful. We know it's a stupid thing to say. So just, I mean, I'm taking a very shallow sort of view of this, but just don't say the word. Yeah, sure. And I, 
I would say for her, perhaps she didn't notice. Yeah. As you're as you're reading something, and you just you know you have a quote in front of you. Mm. Is she was reading a title? I think it was from a French author uh, right. that had the N word in it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even notice what, and then you're like, "Oh shoot, I just said that accident." Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm really stuck in this one. I, is it is it really? I always look at what was said, but in what context was it said? Sure. She said it, but it was a quote or it was a title. Yeah. So it was, to me, I would not take offense to that because it w- it's already in the title. Yeah. But this person's obviously looking for blood, so I don't know. Yeah, there are people who are making a career out of looking for offense. Yeah. Like, this is what I always say. Like, my ideology is as liberal as you can get with logic, but like yeah. there, there's never going to be social justice. As long as we have people who earn a living complaining about social justice, the goalposts keep getting moved. Right. So with that, the other thing that makes me kind of, I don't want to belabor this too long, but like the N word has this sort of um, deep, deep significance. Uh, and, and no matter what color you are in our society, it's got a very deep significance. I get a little annoyed when, like, Chris Cuomo is like, hey, don't call me Fredo. That's our N-word. No, it's not, oh. man. <laughs> or, don't, don't call me pork chop. That's our N-word. No, yeah. it's not. I'm sorry. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not even not, close. It's not even close. So. You have 400 years of sacrifice behind your word? I don't think so. So my, my question to you is if we all agree to just not use the N-word, yeah. give us some back. What can we use? <laughs> What's the trade-off? <laughs> you gotta crackers, give us something. Cracker is not enough. Cracker is not enough. It's uh, yeah, cr- yeah. Well, cracker. I mean, that's that's so tame. That's yeah. like saying, "Oh, you unicycle rider," you know, or something like that. It's like yeah. you know, I like I like peckerwood. Peckerwood works. There's there's no comeback to the N word. And you know what? Like I always just just think just remember this is a word that's only kind of North America based because it's it's not a thing in it's not a thing in africa yeah there's other words yeah there's other words that mean a lot stronger uh things there yeah no this is more racist words that words that words are product of american slavery yeah 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 now go at stockwell stockwell well I don't have much to say, really. This, all we need to know is that he's a conservative cabinet minister. Okay? So when he said, I don't think there's any systemic racism here in Canada, Doug Ford said the same thing less than a month ago, mm-hmm. basically. Not everything that is said on TV or said on radio needs to be, you need to include the line from my from my perspective, right? because that's indeed what he meant. Okay. It's from his perspective. From his perspective, it doesn't exist. Yeah, because he's a conservative cabinet minister. He's making paper. He doesn't get pulled over by the cops. Right. And he doesn't have any problems with the cops because he's indigenous. And so from his perspective, sure, it's not there. It's not a thing. And I'm fine with him saying that. Right. 
because it's his perspective. But and people I, I are mean, tuning in. There's an audience for him in CBC. That's why he still has a job or had a job. Right. People are tuning in to hear his financial analysis of things. And I don't like him. I've, I've never liked the guy, but I don't think he deserved to get fired for stating no. what to him is an honest opinion. No. That's, that's clearly a, an implied uh, statement from right. my perspective. From my perspective, systemic racism doesn't exist. And he's fine to say that. Lots of people will say that. A lot of people will disagree with it. And I disagree with that statement, but I don't think it's a fireable offense. Yeah, I agree and disagree at the same time because I, I like, I search hard for, for context and nuance, even if I yeah. don't need to. I honestly think, I'm not mad at Stockwell Day or Doug Ford for saying that because I think they said it in good faith from their perspective. What they're, I think what they're trying to do is draw a contrast between the Canadian society and American society. Yeah. So what those guys are saying basically is we're not as bad as it is in the U.S., and that's, that is objectively true. Now, from any perspective, we don't have the same situation. I'm not saying that we are squeaky clean on it. I'm saying that we have a terrible history of racism. Um, but I think those guys are saying, well, look, we're not Trump. We're not, we're not uh, cops killing black dudes every week in the U.S. We're Canada. Yeah. We're nicer. That's what they're saying. They're just, they're just, they're tone deaf. They're, they're, they have bad timing. And they're just kind of tripping on themselves to qualify yeah. something that is not necessary to qualify. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It's time for your segment, man. Um, the song? Yeah. Oh, I'm all nervous about this one. <laughs> hey, you said you said every time you pick up a you can't sing a, you can't sing a normal song anymore. Since we've been doing this podcast, because on. On Canada Day, I had uh, I had a barbecue, yeah, and uh, I was drinking Canadian whiskey, and I was having some beer, and I was playing guitar. But now, every time I pick up a guitar, I end up like making up words for our podcast. Nice. You know, it's, it's, it's our freedom's a slip slide in a way, you know, stuff like that. So I can't I can't legit do a song anymore. I've turned into oh. Weird Al. <laughs> now this one, hey, he's rich, right? So. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. No wrong with that. And he's well-respected, you know, because even though his songs are silly jokes, he does them really well. Yes. But I'm not. <laughs> um, I don't know I don't know what kind of hitty noty I'm, uh, I'm mood I'm in today, but so this one, all right. I don't want to give a preamble, but I'll give a really minor okay. one. Um, a lot of statues of rebel uh, Confederate leaders were put up decades after the Civil War as a means to control the black population in the South during the Jim Crow era. So to pretend that that's a significant part of history is complete and utter nonsense. Um, revering slave traders because they, you know, helped build a dock. Um, I, I think that that's sort of overcompensating and I think certain things should come down like anything, there is nuance, and I find that when the radical left get a hold of something, they just go too far, and then when the Bastille runs out of the heads of the nobles, they start looking at the heads of their friends. Um, so this song is hopefully after that. Hopefully it's uh, somewhat 
self-explanatory and I'm trying to, all right. Winston Churchill's my name, and I stare down the Nazi plays. The night the Luftwaffe came, I sent him home again. The 6th of June, the beach was red. We pressed on till the Fuhrer was dead. It doesn't matter much these days, but at least you've got the freedom to spit in my face. The night they stole my statue down And all the Twitter was ringing The night they tore my statue down And Antifa was singing They went na 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 la 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 My name is Ulysses Grant and I defeated slavery. And I became president, but you all think I'm Robert E. Lee. Now I'm not saying you're a bloody fool. And I know it's hard to pay attention in school. But if you don't learn your history, I can promise you that history will repeat. The night they tore my statue down. And all the Twitter was ringing. Tonight they took my statue down. And Antifa was singing. They went, ha, 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 Johnny McDonald's bad, Terry Fox had a privileged leg. Are you coming down tonight? And we don't care about facts if we know that we're right. Doesn't matter if you did some wonderful stuff for the woke left. It's never ever enough. The night they took my statue down. And all the Twitter was ringing the night they stuck my statue down. And Antifa was singing, they went, la, 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 <laughs> Speaking nothing but facts, you know. That's. I don't know if I was in key there. But it's a lot of facts there. Of you facts. know, people people are upset. Some of these statues are coming down, but let's let's look at Germany for example, right? They don't have any statues of Hitler up. They're ashamed of that, right? So it's it's a good thing that America's finally waking up, and even Canada, we have we have some changes to do too, <laughs> with some of our statues and their histories oh no absolutely i don't i, I think i gotta push back a little bit though because hitler I mean, who wouldn't take hitler's statue down but george washington thomas jefferson john a mcdonald winston churchill they're not hitler 
no. I, I, I said I, I am I am all for taking down the statues of like yeah. the Confederate leaders and stuff. That's it. When, yeah. When it gets to the point where we're tearing down Washington and Jefferson and Winston Churchill, like I just I love the fact that Winston Churchill beat the Nazis, and I wonder if the Nazis were in charge, what you know, what your Twitter account would say. Oh, I hate these. You'd be dead, right? So it's one of those things where I agree with. Uh, owning up to our history and repairing it and moving on. I don't agree with hiding it and denying it and then pretending people that did wonderful things. Nobody's got a, everybody's got skeletons in their closet, right? Yeah. But like to, to put Churchill and John A. MacDonald in the same category yeah. as slave traders or, or Confederate things, or even Hitler. I just think that that's myopic. And I mm -hmm. don't think mm -hmm. they're going too far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, no, if we, I was I was talking specifically about the Confederate statues. I'm happy. Those oh, okay. I thought for a second you meant like, uh, no way, man. Churchill. No, no. I agree with I agree with your with your song. Okay. I'm 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 happy the Confederate ones are coming down. Oh, certainly. They shouldn't have got up in the first place. It was it was a propaganda nonsense when they went yeah. out. Yeah. So, yeah. People don't know that though, so they celebrate it and they they don't realize what's happening. Yeah. All right, so this probably is going to be the last segment. Uh, we are running a little short on time. So this is my last segment is keeping it real. Uh, we have Grand Theft Auto Toronto that was happening this past week, if you guys don't know. We're not talking about cars. We're talking about stealing an 800-pound photo radar booth. City officials have, have a three-day period where they thought the radar was stolen. Not one. Not two, but three days it took them to realize it was gone. You know, if I lost my wallet or something, I would know within, let's say, 24 hours. If I lost anything of importance to me. So kudos to the thief on pulling off the height of the year in plain daylight, it seems. But at the same time, as a person of color, I have to say I'm pissed. Because finally we have a solution to a cop not pulling me over. I just get a ticket in the mail instead of getting a a beating or getting put in jail for for no reason, right? So I was looking forward to driving through those photo radar zones. Now you took that away from me, jerk. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I was saying that the other day. Like any time that reduces police interaction with people. Yeah. It's it's the it's, it's the a good thing. Sorry. It's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. But, so uh, that's our show for today. All right. Some quick plugs. I always love King Henry's. Their patio is open now. Nice. Check them out. Hit up, hit up the Roos Cafe and Anil's Taste of the Islands. Two of my favorite spots to eat and have coffee. Awesome. Yeah. This has been overly dramatic. And I actually was this week. This has been overly dramatic. And my song was too long. This has been overly dramatic. Play us out. Na 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 na. Like, subscribe, listen to our podcast, share with your friends. We're gonna do it, man. We're doing good. This is this is good energy. So thanks for listening, folks. <laughs>